TGIF. Toronto Blue Jays 12 and 5 on Fridays this season. Now, one of those Friday losses was a 5-0 shutout loss to tonight's opponent, the Boston Red Sox. Today on the Locked On Blue Jay podcast, we get set for the weekend series plus in the second segment, Tim McAuliffe is back in the house as we talk about tonight's Blue Jays starter, Alec Manoa. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. First year hosting the Locked On Blue Jay podcast. It's been around for a few years. This is my first year and I'm honored to be hosting it, but been Locked On Toronto Blue Jay baseball my entire life. Blue Jay baseball, a big deal for me. It's a big deal for my family. So I certainly thank you for taking part of your day and spending it with me talking Toronto Blue Jay baseball of course, the Locked On Blue Jay podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to remind you that all the Toronto Blue Jay action this weekend and this season available on SiriusXM. If you're taking in today's episode on the Locked On Blue Jay YouTube page, hello and thank you for that. I want to welcome a few subscribers I've seen recently, Alan Weeks, William Powell, Chitty M, and Kobe Beaton. And to the everydayers making the Locked On Blue Jay podcast your first podcast listen every day. Hello and thank you for that as well. Please hit that five-star review and hit that follow if you haven't already. Oh boy, it was the best of times for the Toronto Blue Jays coming into this season. If you hate the Boston Red Sox, and I hate the Boston Red Sox, if you're a Blue Jay fan, probably you do too. The Blue Jays coming into the season were on a 20-4 and run against the Boston Red Sox. You heard that correctly. Coming into 2023, the previous 24 times the Blue Jays and Red Sox met, the Jays won 20 of those games. Complete domination. That includes, remember, going 9-1 and last season at Fenway, and part of that 9-1 and was that beatdown, that 28-5. to Remember that one? Remember that glorious beatdown? My goodness. Now, so far this season, <laughs> 20 and four has been turned on its head. Oh, and seven, oh, and seven, the Toronto Blue Jays against the Boston Red Sox, including having been swept, having been swept in a four game series at Fenway in this ballpark uh, earlier this season. My goodness, the average score so far this season for the Toronto Blue Jays at Boston, seven to four for Boston against Boston, not at Boston and anywhere against the Boston Red Sox, seven to four, the Blue Jays average losing this game. Oh boy. Oh boy. Shout out to coach Keith, who I know is at this game or is at this series in Fenway. I've been to Fenway a few times. My gosh, the building itself. I mean, not great, right? It's extremely old, but just the, the baseball etiquette that goes on in that building. If, if you're at a blue Jay game and you get frustrated because people are standing up, you know, going through the aisles and stuff constantly while action is happening in Boston, my, you would stick out like a sore thumb if you ever did that. I mean, the baseball etiquette in this ballpark is through the roof, Boston, uh, Fenway. I mean, very impressive, very impressive. Now the big Puma, the big fella, Alec Manoa, on the mound today for the Toronto Blue Jays. Again, remember now, coming up in the second segment, we're going to do a deeper dive on Alec Manoa with Tim McAuliffe. But let's get set for this particular pitching matchup. Now, there is, believe it or not, as bad as Manoa has been in 2023, there actually is some cause for optimism. Well, Craig, Blue Jays are 0-7. Yeah, Manoa's been, I know, against the Red Sox, Manoa's been, I know, I know, I know, I get it. But let's go through this now. Alec Manoa, 0-5 with an ERA over 8 at Rogers Center. Now, this game's on the road. This game's at Fenway. Well, Alec Manoa on the road, two and three, 3.92 ERA. Now, normally we wouldn't be happy with a 3.92 ERA from Alec Manoa home or away. But this season, considering the way things have been going, any ERA in the threes, I'm absolutely going to take it. So I'm not even devastated by that 3.92 on the road. 
Opponents are hitting 324 versus Alec Manoa at home, just 222 versus Alec Manoa on the road. That's absolutely legit. Now, this is the first action for Alec Manoa since the Taylor Ward beaning, so we are going to have to see how he rebounds from that. Very scary uh, scene. Taylor Ward uh, very likely going to miss the rest of this season, and you saw how upset Alec Manoa was about that. So we'll see how that goes. For Alec Manoa, this is his fifth start since returning from Florida. Now, the Blue Jays were 1-13. They were on a 1-13 run in Alec Manoa's rotation spot. They had lost nine of his last 10 starts. And then, remember, uh, Trevor Richards got that opener for, for three starts in that Manoa spot. Well, the Blue Jays lost two of those three games as well. Not really Tim, uh, Trevor Richards' fault, you know, per se, but the results are what the results are. So the, the, just a horrible, horrible stretch of – actually, you know what? I think I'll correct myself. I think they lost all three of those games, and that made it a 1-13 run when Alec Manoa's spot in the rotation came up. My goodness. Well, since Manoa came back from Florida in the four starts he's had, Blue Jays have won three of those. Has Alec Manoa been awesome? I don't think any of us would say that, but winning is the name of the game, right? So hopefully things looking better for Alec Manoa and the Toronto Blue Jays in 2023. In his four starts since his return, 18 and two-thirds innings pitched, nine runs allowed. That's a 4.34 ERA. I mean, if you can just reduce that a little bit, then we're just what I was talking about, right? We'd have an ERA in the threes. Normally for Alec Manoa, we're not going to be happy with that. 2023 Alec Manoa, my goodness, I'd be praying. I'd be begging for an ERA in the threes. So hopefully something's happening for the big fella. In those 18 and two-thirds innings pitch, just 15 hits allowed. That's excellent. But 12 walks. 12 walks. And remember now, that first start against Detroit, no walks. So those 12 walks have come over his last three starts. Significantly too many walks for the big Puma. Now, 20 strikeouts in those 18 and two-thirds innings pitched, and we're seeing a lot more swings and misses, in particular from the slider. So again, I just wanted, you know, there is some cause for Austin. It has been better. But the, and, and he faced, now he faced Boston earlier this season, Manoa did. Five innings pitched, five runs allowed. Now, just two of those runs were earned. Did give up eight hits and a walk, just three strikeouts in those five innings. So a lot of hits, but again, just three of the runs were unearned. If you remember that game, it was at Fenway. Uh, three runs were unearned as a result of a Matt Chapman throwing error. But, but it's not a get a jail, not a get out of jail free card for Alec Manoa there, because there were no runs that had scored, and there were two outs with two on. Part of that, part of that uh, error was having the the runners the the inning wasn't over and a runner was on there, so two outs, two on, and then Alec Manoa went hit batman, hit batsman, single, single. That's how they scored those three unearned runs. The issue, and we've seen this time and time again from 2023 Alec Manoa, never in the past, but from 2023 Alec Manoa, the issue is he hasn't been able to get that third out. Take your mind's eye back to the innings where you've seen Alec Manoa explode and you've seen it be a game changer, a difference maker in that game. If you take your mind's eye back to that scenario, I would bet you cash money you're going to notice there's two outs. He was one all season long. Alec Manoa has been one out away, one big pitch away from getting out of these rallies, these crooked number innings that the that opponents are putting up against them. But time and time again, he's not been able to execute and get that third out. Glass half full, seen improvements, seen some swings and misses again, particularly with the slider. Now, glass half empty. Me personally, I don't think, and, and Tim and Tim McAuliffe and I get into this. I don't think that I do think, let me start with this. I do think we're going to see Alec Manoa get back to being Alec Manoa, the, the big Puma, the one we have big love for. I am the, the top of the rotation guy. I absolutely think Alec Manoa gets back to that, but 
and, and drop your comments. Let me know if you agree or disagree here. I don't think he gets back to being that stud pitcher in 2023. I think we need an offseason of some things going on, maybe even between the head, as, as Tim McAuliffe is going to get into with us in a moment here as well. But that's my glass half empty. I do think we see Alec Manoa get back to being Alec Manoa, just not this season. Now, the key matchup tonight is going to be Alec Manoa versus Alex Verdugo. Verdugo struggled mightily in July. My goodness, he had 151 in July. He lost 29 points off of his batting average in July. Alex Verdugo is struggling, but Alec Manoa may have the cure for what ails him. Alex Verdugo is 8 for 19 with a pair of doubles and a home run in his career versus Alec Manoa. James Paxton, some CanCon, some Canadian content, the lefty on the mound for the Red Sox having an excellent season. He was hurt from the beginning of the season, but he's obviously very back. Six and two record, 3.34 ERA. Blue Jays 11 and nine versus lefties. Now, one of those losses was at Rogers Center in June to James Paxton, and Paxton <laughs> completely dominated the Blue Jays. Seven and two thirds innings pitched, three runs on three hits, two walks, seven strikeouts. Okay. Oh, boy. The only Blue Jay with multiple home runs versus Paxton is George Springer. Now, Springer just nine for 40. That's a 225 average. It's not like he's done really well against Paxton, but hopefully Springer's going to break out of whatever the heck we've seen from him lately. Maybe Paxton can can help with that because of, of the nine hits, three of them have left the ballpark. Tonight, a key is going to be that the Blue Jays will have to try to pick out the four-seamer and, and pick on and do damage to Paxton's four-seamer. Paxton's cutter, his curve, and his change have all been effective. The four-seamer, that's the Blue Jays' chance tonight. Coming up on the Lockdown Blue Jay podcast, we get Tim McAuliffe back in the house as we're going to deep dive some Alec Manoa stuff here. But first, I wanted to mention that for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Well, it's the same when it comes to your vehicle, right? Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you're going to be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, get the right fit, get the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible only, excuse me, eligible items only, easy for me to say, exclusions apply. Now, the one thing that can make you a lot, uh, uh, you know, make um, any of us uh, a lot richer than we are now is if we had the answer to this question, but Alec Manoa. At the very least, Tim, I know you don't have an answer to what's happening with Alec Manoa, who amongst us does, but but I'd love to get your take on Alec Manoa because I'm, I'm going to say cut or uncut. I'm saying Alec Manoa is going to get back to being the actual Alec Manoa, but Tim, I just don't see it happening in 2023. Is that cut or uncut? I don't know if there's an answer. I don't know if this one is black and white to the mm-hmm. cut or uncut point. Um, and, and it's simply because it's here. Right, like this. There's no. I mean, of, of course, there's. You you can measure it. There's some below. There's some spin rate. There's some. You can try and figure. But it's just. It's it's the dude that you saw with all the swagger come up very quickly. I think people forget yeah. that. Right. Like yeah. I think we're gonna look. We're gonna look at these years where, um, you know, minor league years were lost to COVID, and see players one come out of nowhere like we did with Manoa, and two, um, just not have enough reps where you fail and then you bounce it's game of failure we all know that Mm. and 
Alec Manoa experienced the failure this year and didn't know how to respond to it because all he had was West Virginia under his belt. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that's um, the reason. I'm not saying – I don't know the reason. I, I can't get into his head. But for me, if I try and search through my 25 years of experience, and we've seen this before in baseball, I, my, my route Rushmore had Doc Holliday on. He was sent down to try and figure it out. Um, I, I thought it was really interesting to hear Gossman and Bassett talking about their struggles and where they were uh, at different times in their career. And you think of how Gossman was, you know, this highly rated prospect who was supposed to just, listen, progress isn't this. Oftentimes we end up going like that before we end up yeah. here. And uh, my best guess on Manoa is... He'll get a couple more opportunities to prove it, but with the six-man rotation and Ryu back and healthy, I would tend to agree with what you're saying. But just as easy as he lost it, um, if he finds that confidence, that swagger, and fixes it, let's not forget he was third in the AL and Cy Young <laughs> voting last year, right? So I, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying. If, if you force me to pick cut or uncut, um, I would say uncut, and I and I would agree with you. But there's just it's like a fifty-one forty-nine proposition for me <laughs> because baseball is such a mental game, and um, the failure is such a part of it that I think that Manoa's still got it in there. And if he figures it out just as quickly as he got to the big league, I mean, this is a dude who was thrown to the wolves at Yankee Stadium Jeez. in his major league debut. And I thought to myself, how many innings is this guy thrown in the minor leagues? How many starts has he made at, at different levels? And you're going to throw him to the Yankees at Yankee Stadium with his mom and abuela in the stands? And, man, did he show up. So he's got it in him. He's got that stage presence. He's got that swagger. We all know it. Uh, he's got enough to call the, the Audi guy uh, past the Audi yeah, sign. Yeah. Um, this is a dude, right? And and when he realizes that he's got it kind of sort of back, I think he can be a dude again just as quickly as he was a dude, which was immediate. Immediately. Tim, his first three starts were at Yankee Stadium, then at Miami, big deal, at the Marlins. That's where he's from. That's his hometown, yeah. and yeah. at Fenway Park. How's yeah. that for a welcome to the bigs, kid? <laughs> Holy moly. And to your point, not not even a drop of sweat off the brow. Not yeah, even knocked knock out of the park. Out of park. Exactly, yeah. exactly correct. And I yeah. really thought that was interesting, Tim, how you're talking about the, the the no minor leagues and things like that, and and Manoa's, you know, quick progression or, or quick yeah. ascension to the big league level. That's very interesting because for a lot of you know, for maybe seven, eight out of ten people in Manoa's spots, these struggles would have been happening not on the world stage. They would have been happening at AAA, and then so what? These things happen at AAA. That's what AAA is for, to work these things out. Very interesting. We witness these things happening on the big league level. Puts puts that much more of a spotlight on it. Yeah, without uh, Tim, a doubt. So that's where I am on Alec Manoa. That's where Tim McAuliffe is on Alec Manoa. Where are you, cut or uncut? So you would say cut. Remember, my statement is, my, my belief here is that Alec Manoa is going to, again, be Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa, the third in Cy Young voting, a top-tier pitcher Alec Manoa. But I think there's work to be done that needs the offseason. So I don't think we see that Alec Manoa walk back in the door until next season. So if you think that that's accurate, then my, my statement is uncut. You agree with it. You could say it's cut for two reasons. A, you don't think the 2022-2021, you don't think the Alec Manoa 
stud Alec Manoa is ever going to be on display again for the Toronto Blue Jays. You think that 2023 Alec Manoa, he's regressed to this point and it's a lot more, you know, in line with what we're going to see from him going forward. Or you might think it's uncut if you're on the other side of it altogether, where you do think Alec Manoa, Alec Manoa is coming back, but you don't think Craig, I just don't think that he needs the time in the offseason. Like you're saying, I think we'll see him progressing and back to being that stud this season. And in other words, being a major contributor and a major X factor for the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays. Where are you on the big Puma? Some other things I want to add to the Alec Manoa conversation. I mean, he had a great start at Fenway. There's some legitimate glass half full things I do want to mention. Alec Manoa had a great start at Fenway Park in 2021. He had a great start at Fenway Park in 2022. Now the Blue Jays are, or he's four and four in, in road starts. Now the four losses, I mean, first of all, four and four, with what we've seen from Alec Manoa, a 504 and four, I mean, that's not even all that bad, right? It's 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 at home in front of the home crowd at the Rogers Center that's been such an epic nightmare. On the road, we've seen some stuff from Alec Manoa on the road. Again, four and four. The four losses, he got the Kevin Gosman treatment. In the four losses, the Blue Jays scored two, three, four, and three runs. Two plus three is five, plus four is nine, plus three is 12, divided by four, three. Three runs per game in those losses. That's like Kevin Gosman gets three runs every time out, right? Or less. So so Manoa on the road has had the offense let him down as much as anything else. Now, he's only had three starts all season, Alec Manoa, where he went at least six innings. All three of those starts are on the road. All three of those starts are on the road. His best start, starts this season have been on the road. I want to say it was either his second, third at most. I think his second start of the season uh, at Kansas City. Now, the big Puma didn't have his stuff that day, but he battled. He battled and was able to get through six innings. Uh, I just really liked what I saw from him that day. You're not always going to have your good stuff, right? But he showed the ability to battle. Remember, we were talking earlier. His problem this season has been he's been unable to get that third out, and things have steamrolled, and crooked number innings have been put up one after another by the um, opposition. That wasn't the case in that Kansas City start. How about that start at New York? Remember, I believe it was a Saturday. Remember Alec Manoa went into Yankee Stadium and stared down Garrett Cole. The two of them pitched an absolute gem. Manoa won seven innings that game. I think he only gave up like two hits, no runs. That was the game uh, um, uh, Kiner Falefa hit that uh, two-run home run in the bottom of the eighth. Boy, was that off? I think it was off Trevor Richards, and then Danny Jansen had the pinch hit, two-run home run in the top of the ninth to tie it, but then Jordan Romano completely. I didn't think Romano got anyone out in the bottom of the ninth, and the Yankees would win that game. But point being, if you remember that game, Manoa went toe-to-toe in that game with Garrett Cole. That was a road game. The Now, is it, and, and you know, part of why I really wanted to get into why this is such a, and deep dive this, why this is such an important start for Alec Manoa and the Toronto Blue Jays, because I hate to say this, but if we're having an open, honest conversation, it is possible, it is on the table, that the Toronto Blue Jays could leave Fenway Park on Sunday and be in last place in the American League East as they head to a, a three-game series at Cleveland. Even if the Yankees don't have a particularly good weekend, it's still possible that the Blue Jays exit Fenway and be out of a playoff spot, having been passed by the Boston Red Sox. So if Alec Manoa, the big Puma, the big fella, if he can lead the Blue Jays to a victory tonight, then the Blue Jays are assured, assured of leaving Fenway in third place in the American League East and assured of leaving Fenway in a playoff spot. It would be leaving Fenway much better than the last time they left Fenway, having been unceremoniously swept in the four-game series. Now in our third and final segment on today's, on Friday's Locked On Blue Jays podcast, let's get into the Saturday and Sunday pitching matchups. Now, right here, right now, we don't know who Boston is sending to the mound, but we know who's going to be representing your Toronto Blue Jays. How about Jose Barrios on Saturday? Eight and seven record, 3.31 ERA. Now, it is worth mentioning that the 
back on June 24th, Jose Barrios beat the Oakland A's. That made Barrios eight and five. So we're now over a month. You know, we're now well over a month since Jose Barrios's last win. So come on, let's get let's get Jose a win on. So not just the Blue Jays winning on Saturday, right? Let's 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 come through for Jose Barrios. Blue Jays are 13 and eight when Jose Barrios pitches. You know, every dayers know we, we've we've deep dive. We're all disappointed with the season he had last season, yes. But when you look at the ultimate goal being the wins and the losses, well, Barrios started 32 games for the Blue Jays last season. They won 23 of those 32 games. So there's something about Jose Barrios when he's on the mound. The Blue Jays usually win that game. Now that's that's particularly true at home. This start, of course, coming on the road. Now Barrios, I mean, last season. Worst ERA in the league, 3.31 this season. That's 13th best in all of baseball, ninth best in the American League. This guy's gone from the worst ERA in the league to being top 10 in the American League in ERA. I mean, are we loving 2023 Jose Barrios? That's why I say, listen, offense, hey, let's come through for this guy on Saturday. Let's get a Blue Jay win and a Jose Barrios. Let's get him credited with the win as well. Now, overall, Barrios has faced Boston twice already this season. No bueno. My goodness, it has not gone well. 11 and a third innings pitched, nine runs on 16 hits. 11 and a third innings, nine runs on 16 hits. How about five long balls? My goodness. Two starts, 11 and a third innings. Burrios has given up five dingers. My goodness. Now, the good news here, he's been hot with that lately, Barrios. I mean, July was the second month this season where Barrios only allowed one home run the entire month. Is that going to work? That's excellent. Overall, for Jose Barrios, you know, big picture-wise, from start to finish, the walks are higher than than we'd like, than we'd be comfortable with. But worth mentioning, that is also trending very well. Eight of his last 10 starts, Jose Barrios has allowed two or fewer walks. Now, Masataka Yoshida, he's four for six versus Barrios with a double and a home run. My goodness, we're going to have to watch that matchup. Alex Verdugo, we're going to have to watch that matchup. He's seven for 20, double and a home run versus versus uh, Jose Barrios. And Jaron Duran as well, four for eight. And he's homered off of Barrios in both of Barrios' starts versus the Red Sox this season. So absolutely, we got to watch right away that matchup. Duran will be hitting at the top of the lineup for the Red Sox. We're going to have to watch that matchup very, very closely as well. Now let's turn our attention to Sunday's series finale. I predict I, it feels to me like it'll be the rubber match, as I could see. I could, I could see the the series being one all going into Sunday. If I had to pick it, you know, pr- predict it exactly, I uh, man, I think the big fella Manoa will get the win tonight, and then, uh, you know what. Man, because I like Barrios. And uh, again, we don't know the Boston pitching matchups. And it's going to be tough tonight against Paxton. So maybe I need to rethink this. But but anyway, it would not surprise me, let's put it that way, if Sunday with the Hound on the mound, with Chris Bassett on the mound, is the rubber match of the series. Chris Bassett, 10-6 and six on the season, ERA of 4.00 now. Got to tell you, there's a lot of glass half-empty things. There's there's a lot of cause for concerns for the Toronto Blue Jays in this game. Chris Bassett on the road. Oh, boy. Chris Bassett in day games. Oh, boy. 10-6 and six on the season with just 4-4 four and four on the road. His ERA overall is at 4. Well, that's because his ERA at home is in the 2s. His ERA on the road, 5.63. And Sunday's a day game. Chris Bassett in day games this season, his ERA is a tick under 8. Goodness. Goodness, you did hear that correctly. 20 home runs allowed this season from Chris Bassett. 16 of the 20 have come on the road. I mean, we're seeing some dictionary definition, glass half empty things here. At the very least, some legit cause for concerns, right? 
Chris Bassett for the Toronto Blue Jays this season has had two road starts versus AL East foes. Gave up three home runs in a 6-4 loss to Tampa. Gave up three home runs in an 11-6 loss at Baltimore. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And it's not like Chris Bassett's going to have a lot to draw from in this game either. This would be game number, in the major leagues, this is game number 160 for Chris Bassett. Well, would you believe against the Boston Red Sox in those 160 games, it's game number two. Just the second time the Hound is on the mound against the Boston Red Sox. So not a lot of Red Sox, as you can imagine, have a lot of experience versus Bassett, but Justin Turner does. Now, Turner battling a heel issue. We'll see how much he plays this weekend. But if he's in the lineup on Sunday against Chris Bassett, that's a matchup we're going to have to have both eyes on. Justin Turner in his career, five for eight with a walk and a pair of doubles against Chris Bassett. How are you feeling about the Blue Jays this weekend? tough to predict this team to take two out of three against anybody in any situation these days, right? But man, I'm actually predicting two out of three against an American League East foe. So I I feel like I'm out on a limb here. And and what am I basing this on? My goodness. It's tough to say I'm basing it on the pitching matchups because again, we don't know who Boston's pitching on the weekend right here, right now. We don't know that, but man, I really, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to be honest with you and chalk this up to it's a feeling I have. It's a feeling I have. Everything on paper says this is Boston two out of three. If the Red Sox just show up on time for these games, Jays, the offense is a nightmare. Their play against American League East foes is an absolute debacle, debacle. I'm so upset. I I could really start on a rain here. I'm so upset with the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays when it comes to how they're playing against the AL East foes. So really, I'm just going to have to chalk this up to a victory. I might even have to admit this is my fandom sneaking in here that they can take two to three, but I I will officially predict two to three for the Toronto Blue Jays. That is not for the faint. That is not a prediction that's for the faint of heart. Yes, I do realize that. Yes, indeed. But that's where I am. Where are you for this weekend series for the Toronto Blue Jays? By the way, great to have Tim McAuliffe back in the house again today as well. Is, is Tim McAuliffe awesome? He's, oh my gosh, absolute GOAT status, Tim McAuliffe. That's going to wrap up this week's episodes of the Locked On Blue Jay podcast. Definitely thank you for spending whatever time you spent with me this week. Remember now, the Locked On Blue Jay podcast, that's a daily podcast. So, so come and check us out every single day. Going to have some edutaining Toronto Blue Jay talk and conversation for you. Want to hear your comments? Want to hear your feedback? Absolutely welcome. That love interacting with you guys. I absolutely love interacting with you guys. If, the, if you're a baseball fan of more than just the Toronto Blue Jays, then keep it locked on the Locked On Podcast Network and check out Sully hosting Locked On MLB. Remember that all the games this weekend are available on SiriusXM. Every single Friday, how do we end the shows? We say, I hope you have an amazing weekend that is full of Toronto Blue Jays victories. Go Jays, go. And I'll see you on Monday.